Welcome to this new episode of the European Hoops podcast. We cover the EuroLeague and the top FIBA events. I am André and this is our basketball expert, Diogo Valente. Hi guys, hope everything's doing okay with y'all. We are here for another episode of European Hoops podcast. So André, let us know, man, what do we have for today? On this episode, we will break down what happened on the first day of play of both top 16 and bottom 16 with focus on the fight for the quarterfinals and the Olympic slots battles that are ongoing. Prepare to go all over it, Diogo? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, these were some very exciting games, some surprises too. So this is going to be interesting. Let's get into it. Let's start by taking a quick look into the African and Asiatic Olympic battles that they are ongoing on the bottom 16. As it stands, we have Philippines, Jordan and Iran all eliminated after their losses against South Sudan, Egypt and France, respectively. For the Asiatic slot, Japan keeps leading the way with two wins after beating Venezuela 86-77, with China and Lebanon with one win each uh, after defeating Angola and Ivory Coast, respectively. Also on the mix, it all comes down to the game between China and the host Philippines, Lebanon and Iran, and most importantly, the game between Japan and Cape Verde, where Japan depends only on themselves to secure this uh, Olympic slot. What would be a great achievement for this team, no doubt about that. Life wasn't easy for Japan, though, on their game against Venezuela, where despite the 86-77 to win, they saw a Venezuelan team coming ready to play and motivated to conquer this win. Already with the fourth quarter ongoing, Venezuela was ahead and had a 68-55 to lead, but Japan was able to keep their cool and behind great performances from Kawamura and Watanabe was able to secure this important win and we saw Watanabe being able to give them 38 minutes. That that was also big and very important for them. The Lebanon versus Ivory Coast game started with Lebanon having an incredible first half offensively, scoring 55 points despite their leader Araki not taking the floor with their players embracing the moment and stepping up. The Ivory Coast was able to have some runs and come back to the game with... Uh, Two minutes and nine seconds to play in the third quarter. They took the 66-63 lead, but uh, the Lebanon was able to go on a 16-2 run. And despite Ivory Coast trying to come back and uh, with uh, one minute and nine seconds to play in the game, they were down just two points. Lebanon was able to lock this important win for their Olympic aspirations with uh, the final score being 94-84 to behind great performance from Amir Saoud and uh, Omar Spellman. For China, they had a tall task facing Angola that once again brought their physicality into the game. But China with a more active and more involved Kyle Anderson that ended the game with 17 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal and 1 block were able to secure this win and keep their hopes alive. Duke, this is a great competition for the Asiatic Olympic slot. And I know we are talking about bottom 16, but we really have reasons to tune into this game, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think... Between the Japan and China, uh, both teams, obviously, and, and Lebanon too, uh, all three teams have a chance. Obviously, Japan is the only team depending on themselves. So I think they should be the favorites, like we, we talked about in the previous episode. But uh, I think we're going to have some great games ahead. And I think China and the Philippines is going to be a hell of a battle. So, But yeah, Japan, obviously, still the favorites and depending on themselves. 
So, but it's going to be very interesting to look at that matchup for sure. That's actually a very good angle there because the Philippines uh, will want to win playing at home and they don't care if they are not on the fight for the Olympics. Exactly. And that game will be a very important one. And of course, Japan depends on themselves. We keep favoring them. I think you agree with me and we favor them against Cape Verde. But Cape Verde can give them trouble as we had previewed on our last episode. So this is a very, very interesting battle. I'm really excited about it. And tomorrow we will have great... Great games to tune in for. But alongside this battle for the uh, Asiatic Olympic slot, we have the ongoing battle for the African Olympic slot and both uh, being fought side by side within these uh, groups of the bottom 16 with uh, the teams sharing and f- facing each other during this uh, stage of the competition. South Sudan and Egypt led the way with uh, two wins each. But uh, Angola, Cape Verde and Ivory Coast are all still dreaming with the possibility of this achievement. Egypt will face the Tall Blacks on uh, a game that the motivational angle is certainly with the African team. And that comes into this game with uh, after defeating Jordan 85-69 behind great performances of the duo Amin and Marai that uh, ended the game with 20 points each. And Marai added 14 rebounds to his stat sheet and Marai is really an important player for this Egyptian team and the games at this level he really shines and he shows the impact that he can have on the game. Egypt shown once again the ability to be highly competitive at this level and they have legit aspirations for this African Olympic slot. Cape Verde will face Japan and Ivory Coast will face France with both teams having a hard path to achieve the these Olympic aspirations that they have. South Sudan on the other hand faces Angola on a battle that can decide this African Olympic slot they were able to dominate the host Philippines, beating them 87-68 to and uh, are a highly motivated team heading into the, their final game. But uh, beating Angola has proven to be a hard task and I think this will be a very, very competitive game with both teams trying to achieve that Olympic slot and alongside Egypt being in the top contenders to, to achieve that. What are your takes on these games and uh, what do you expect from this uh, battle for the African Olympic slot, Yo? Well, I think it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I believe South Sudan is the favorite, not only for that game against Angola, but also for the the Olympic slot, uh, I think they are the better team uh, out of these African teams. They they have a great core of players uh, for this stage, of course. Uh, but both teams have a chance, obviously. But I, I'm gonna give the edge to South Sudan because I really believe they are the most complete team, and I think they play the better basketball between these. You know that I agree with you. I'm very high on South Sudan. The the interesting thing about the, the competition format is that the, these teams are not literally facing each other and Egypt might have an advantage in that front. But uh, I believe that South Sudan will be able to overcome Angola and I have them as favorites to, to lock this Olympic slot. But if this battle for the African and Asiatic Olympic slots are nowhere short of interesting what to say about the battles for the quarterfinals, Duke? <laughs> we are in for a treat. And groups I and L are totally in the open with all four teams needing a win to advance and depending only on themselves, while groups J and K, USA, Lithuania, Germany and Slovenia secured their place in the quarterfinals by beating Montenegro, Greece, Georgia and Australia respectively. Let's start with these two groups and save the best for last. USA faced Montenegro and won the game 85-73, to but it wasn't an easy task 
and the American team will need to raise their level once they face Lithuania next to decide the winner of this group. Vucevic ended the game with 18 points and 60 rebounds, giving United States some trouble in a game heading into the fourth quarter that uh, had only a six-point difference between both of these teams. Lithuania, on the other hand, uh, was able to be dominant and uh, has, as we have been seeing during the, this competition, they were able to bring their physicality and uh, gave issues to Greece that ended the game just with 67 points, putting in full display their issues of creating offensively. Before we look into the upcoming battle between uh, Germany and Slovenia, what are your thoughts on the, these two games and uh, who do you expect to win this group? Well, I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup and especially if the United States don't come out aggressive from the jump against Lithuania, they can have a really hard-fought game because obviously Lithuania blew out Montenegro. They are a better team than Montenegro. So that could be a very tricky game. But I think after today's game where the USA struggled a little bit, I think they're going to come out much better and more prepared to face Lithuania. So I think they're going to get the win. And consequently win this group. But I think Lithuania is going to give them somewhat of a fight. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see. I think that Tony can give them some trouble, but I think that the United States will be able to step up. They have the higher level of talent and I expect them to win this group. But let's move into the other group and Germany took care of business, uh, beat Georgia 100-73 to in a game where Franz Wagner wasn't able to play once again, while Slovenia was able to beat Australia 91-80. to And just like we had previewed, it would come down to if Australia would be able to keep up with Slovenia offensive power, and they weren't. But uh, more than that, Slovenia's ability to out-rebound Australia gave them an advantage that the Australians weren't able to counter. Oh man, I will do it again. I will pick against Luka Doncic one more time and go with (laughs) uh, Germany to win this group. I love to watch Luka. I am a big fan of of him. I think he is the best player of this World Cup. But I think that Germany plays the best in basketball and uh, has enough firepower to keep up with and overcome Slovenia. But it should be a fierce battle. And as always, I am never counting out Luka Doncic. What got your eye on these two games and where do you stand regarding the favorite to win this group? Well, first of all, one thing that caught my eye, uh, in the last episode, I said that uh, Slovenia would win because of Luka Doncic and I thought that he was going to be playing at his highest level we've seen yet uh, for the national team. And it wasn't really the case. I mean, he had a lot of turnovers and even though he still put up his numbers, of course, uh, it wasn't his best game at all. But guys like Mike Toby stepped up, played a very good game. And Slovenia, they they were able to hit shots and they beat Australia. So that was a very impressive win for me, uh, considering that Luka didn't play at his best. So that's first of all. And then Germany, uh, I'm still amazed at how good they play even without Franz Wagner. Like, it is insane. Like, the first half was very close, but then the third quarter and mostly the fourth quarter because... Modolo scored 18 in the fourth quarter alone with six out of six from the three-point range. That's crazy. And then <laughs> guys like Obst start hitting threes. And th- when they when they start hitting shots and playing at such a high pace, they are so tough to stop. And obviously, Georgia, we knew they lacked the, the offensive firepower to, to compete with a team like Germany. So it, it was just a matter of time within the game for Germany to pull away 
because they are the better team and they have much more firepower than Georgia. So as far as this matchup goes between Germany and Slovenia, uh, I don't want to agree with you, but I, I'm also going to go Germany. Uh, <laughs> I think if France play, plays, I, I think Germany wins comfortably, I think. If he doesn't, I think it's going to be somewhat close, but I still think Germany is clearly the better team, even though, of course, uh, Luka Doncic on the other side, we can never go against him like that, but it's just a matter of who's the better team. And even though Luka, he can win any game that he plays on, uh, I mean, going against Australia was already pretty tough and they got the win, so I'm not going to do it again. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Germany now. And I think Germany wins this group. As we go on our uh, recaps and our breakdowns of what to expect, my gut keeps telling me to to pick Slovenia. I won't. I think the right analysis is that Germany are the favorites. I agree on the, on that front. I just think that Slovenia did step up and got this win as a team. And uh, Luka has the ability to get them as wins as well. And he will be as competitive as it gets. But it will be a great, great battle for the first place on this group. And both of these teams are deserving to be on the quarterfinals. Australia is eliminated from reaching the quarterfinals, but secured the Oceania Olympic slot. That's something for them. And they will be in Paris next year in the Olympic Games. Slovenia and Germany keep fighting for medals on this World Cup. Let's then dive into Group I where we had two highly competitive games with Italy beating Serbia 78 to 76 and Puerto Rico beating Dominican Republic on a high scoring affair 102 97. For Puerto Rico, it was the Tremont Waters show with the guard ending the game with 37 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists and 4 steals. Dang. That uh, counted with uh, important contributions from George Condit and Jordan Howard in the in this game. While for the Dominican Republic, the 39 points and 10 rebounds, double-double from Carl Anthony Towns wasn't enough. On the Italy versus Serbia game, we saw flashes of the Italy that we love and that we expected heading to this World Cup. They were ultra hot from the three points line and they scored 11 out of 21 and that was probably the key for this victory for the Italian side. This is what we love to see. Dominican Republic and Serbia will face each other for a spot in the quarterfinals and Italy and Puerto Rico will go with each other for another one. So for these teams moving forward is do or die games. I am picking Italy and Serbia, but Italy really needs to show up once again or they might struggle to keep up with Puerto Rico's game. I trust uh, Serbia over Dominican Republic and I think that they will want to step up after this uh, this loss. I think that they have more consistency than Dominican Republic and that's why I'm picking Serbia over, over Dominican Republic. But man, could we ask for something better than this? No, not really. This was awesome. I think <laughs> Italy, they play so good when their backs are against the wall and when they are the underdogs. And that's what we saw today. I mean, Serbia was leading for most of the game. But then the end of that third quarter with Gigi Datome scoring eight straight, I think, was was remarkable, man. And after what he did today, come on, play another year, please, because he can still do it. Uh, now, nah, but Italy, they, they really played an amazing game. And Fontecchio, of course, then took over in the fourth quarter. So, and Serbia, I think they're going to beat the Dominican Republic. Uh, I think they are the better team and more disciplined and more used to these type of moments. Uh, for Italy, I think Italy is going to win. 
but they really need to be careful because, like I said, they play amazing when they are underdogs and when nobody's expecting them to win. But when they are the favorites, like we saw in the first group stage, they kind of relax and they don't play at their best, like we saw against Angola, against Philippines, and losing to the Dominican Republic. So this could be a tough game. I think Italy is going to win, and I think they are the better team. But this could be a tricky one with Roman Waters playing the way he is. I think it's going to be fun to watch. And thinking that this is the the last run for Dantome, what a player, what a career. And uh, he's really showing up for his national team. But let's then end with uh, Group L. And uh, what an incredible day of basketball that we had across the board. The outcome was the same as in the previous group. Latvia and Brazil beated Spain and Canada. And next, we will have Latvia against Brazil fighting for a quarterfinal slot, while Spain, Spain and Canada will fight for the other one. And those will be two incredible battles to watch. What about Brazil with the 69 to 65 upsets? I certainly didn't discount them from being able to achieve this. They have been showing this ability and we had recognized it before, but they were impressive. Kabokl with 19 points, 13 rebounds, 2 steals and 3 blocks was the MVP of this game. But it was a team effort to contain Canada to only 65 points. That's insane. That's incredible. And uh, I don't think I could uh, sum Latvian game better than Davis Bertans did on his post-game press conference interview where he said, and I am paraphrasing here, he said that Latvia really don't care about any of the numbers in the statute. Every single player gives 100% for their country and that's all that they care about. It truly was a great battle between two high-level teams with great coaching on both ends. Latvia had a strong defensive performance tonight and was able to outplay Spain with their off-ball movement and mostly with their character. This team continues to show why I was so high on them and uh, their battle with Brazil will be an incredible one. I am picking Latvia and Canada to advance into the quarterfinals, but both games should be highly competitive. Canada's ability to bounce back from this adversity that they just faced and impose their game against a very experienced Spain will be crucial and it won't be easy. While for Latvia, it will come down to adjust to Brazil's physicality and to find ways to maximize their execution on both ends of the court. To slow down players like Iago will be key, but also to find themselves some easy baskets against uh, Brazil physicality and their ability to pack the paint. Brazil can be highly competitive and they really show that today against Canada. What are they basketball, Duke? What do you have to say about these two games? And uh, do we disagree on who moves into the quarterfinals? Okay, so first of all, about these two games. I'm going to start with Latvia versus Spain. Uh, I did it on Twitter earlier today and I'm going to do it now again. Uh, I apologize <laughs> to you. I apologize to you and to the to the great people of Latvia for picking against them versus France and Spain. I won't do it again. Uh, I'm we sorry, I was your wrong. Apologies and let me just say, <laughs> let me just say that... Uh, This is really a special generation of players for Latvia and they have great things ahead. Uh, they are missing important players, but they are showing why they have such a good core. And we accept your apologies, Diogo. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, so as far as this game against Spain, though, uh, it was the complete opposite of what I expected. And I'm, I'm not just saying this about Spain winning or, or losing like I had predicted. 
I'm talking about the the type of game that it was, a low-scoring game. I thought that was going to be a perfect setting for Spain to win because Latvia is a high-scoring team. They they shoot a lot of threes. And Spain mm-hmm. is the more disciplined, more control-the-pace type of team. So I thought that in a, in a low-scoring game that Spain would always have the advantage. And it didn't happen. So shout-out to Latvia. They, they played a hell of a game. They were disciplined. And they were able to hold Spain to 69 points. That's very hard to do. So this was a hell of a win, obviously. As far as the other game, um, Canada and Brazil, uh, it's kind of similar. Uh, I think Brazil did a great job. Obviously, holding Canada to 65 points is insane, considering what we've been seeing from Canada <laughs> in the in the first three games. So great job by Brazil, obviously. Uh, Canada, they, Shea played good. Uh, Lou Dort stepped up and played good. But outside of those two guys, it was very disappointing. Uh, Dwight Powell had the first five points of the game and then didn't score a single bucket. But obviously, he's not he's not a scorer. That's not his job. But guys like Dylan Brooks and R.J. Barrett and even Nikhil Alexander-Walker, they, they needed much more from those guys and they weren't able to provide that. And Brazil, even shooting 5 for 27 from 3, they were able to win this game. So that's very, very impressive. Great games by Iago and Caboclo. Just a total team effort, in my opinion. So this was a hell of a win. Uh, as Absolutely. far as who advances, it's going to be very tough. Can I just predict both games to go to overtime so I don't be wrong either way? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to give it to Latvia. Uh, I can't go against them anymore. And uh, I, I already thought that they were the better team uh, against Brazil. So I'm going to stick with that and I'm going to take Latvia to beat Brazil. But it's, I think it's going to be a very, very close game. And like I said in the previous episode, Canada and Spain, it, it was so close. I was really torn and I'm, I still am but I'm going to go with my gut here and I'm going to go with the talent so I'm going to go Canada but again I think it's going to be super close I think all four teams have a chance to advance we have a great World Cup and this was a great great episode this takes us to the end of it we will be coming back in just two days recapping how all of this unrolled and preview what to expect from the quarterfinals and from the rest of the competition make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at e Zero league and subscribe to the podcast to not miss out on our new episodes and thank you all for the great reviews and the great feedback that we are receiving we truly appreciate all of you guys as always, I will be talking with you guys soon. Uzvara. Bye, guys. See you on next episode.